Hello and welcome to this episode of the 5Ws podcast. In this episode, we're going to look at the new long-awaited Paramount Plus series, Halo. Oh, what? Oh, oh, oh. My name is AJ and I'm here with... So let's get... Who? John Halo, a man without a home and without a woman. He's just looking for a place to lay down his helmet and call home. <laughs> oh, and his partner, little L7. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. Oh, sorry. The Paramount Plus series, Halo. How did that happen? <laughs> Where? Set. In space, I guess. Some of it seems to be set in nowhere. I was waiting for the Guardians of the Galaxy to show up. <laughs> See, that's what I've got to talk about the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> when? Oh, God only knows. I think I read somewhere 26th century, which explains why everybody's using um, 20th century style projectile weapons, but whatever. Why? To continue the long tradition of adaptions of computer games to films and TV series being absolute dog shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, an epic 26th century <laughs> conflict <laughs> between humanity, humanity, <laughs> between humanity, and an alien threat known as the Covenant. Halo will we weave deeply. Drawn personal stories with action, <laughs> not much. Adventure, <laughs> not much. Uh, originally imagined vision of the future. Yeah, if you like the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one. In 2552, the Covenant attack an insurrectionist outpost on the planet of Madrigal. Madrigal. Madrigal, wiping out everyone except for teenager Quan Ha before the Spartan unit Silver Team intervenes. Yeah, that's pretty much all the plot you get for the first half of the first episode. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hey, it's great. It's awesome. Let's go. In a nearby cave system, Master Chief Petty Officer John 117 discovers and retrieves a forerunner artifact that reacts to his touch. Ooh la la. Ooh. Displaying mysterious symbols and unlocking some of his sealed childhood memories. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> A warrior with weird memories of the past. <laughs> Haven't seen that in the Mando? No, no, no. Carry on. <laughs> A surviving Covenant elite witnesses and reports this to Prophet of Mercy at the Covenant Capital High Charity. I thought Sisters of Mercy was a great 80s band, but anyway. <laughs> oh, the stupid sounding naming, naming conventions of the aliens. Covenant, Yawn, Prophets of Mercy. As I said, wasn't that an 80s band? And High Charity itself. For fuck's sake. It, um, they're going to sound all, they, they're trying to sound all high and mighty, but Yawn. I prefer the cool alien names in the game StarCraft, like the Protoss and the Zerg. Uh, and the human naming conventions for places in this show is even worse. And just, just a point I don't think I'll put in the script, the aliens aren't that scary. The bad guys aren't that scary. 
No, not really. They look like Muppets. It's, it's <laughs> they look like something out of Farscape. <laughs> uh, anyway. On reach. Dr. Catherine Halsey. Halsey? Halsey? Halsey. Clousey. Clashes with Admiral Par... Oh, here we go. Parangonski? Parangonski. Parangonski. You're being racist, man. You're being culturally insensitive. You've got over their methods and Halsey's work on a new type of AI based on her own brain patterns. We're just kind of thrown in the deep end with a lot of these characters. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like we're not given any formal sort of introduction and, we, and we're given no real idea of their motivations or anything like that. They're just doing stuff. And so you're left wondering, uh, what the hell are they doing and why are they doing it? And... As much as you know, oh, it's a mystery. It'll become more apparent later. It's like, no, no, no. You do, and you should introduce characters a little bit more than what they have been with this show. Yeah. After Quan refuses to cooperate with the UNSC, the Master Chief is ordered to assassinate her. He disobeys and goes rogue, earning Quan's trust by showing her his face. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's good enough. Um, we all knew this was going to happen. Uh, Master Chief never, never, ever reveals his face in the games, but here it had to happen. I, I bet it was in what's his name's in Pablo's contract. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I, I really, yeah, because, you know, he's freaking anyway. Uh, I really don't <laughs> care at the end of the day, but if they didn't do it, do it to Judge Dredd in the most recent movie, good work, Mr. Urban, um, why do it here? Yeah, I reckon they'll cash it in on Mando. <laughs> oh, yeah. UNSC Captain Jacob Keyes orders the Master Chief to be taken into custody. The Master Chief touches the artifact again, ooh, <laughs> which disables power in the base while resorting power to his, restoring power to his ship, allowing him and Quan to escape. I have to put some porn music or some. Boom, chicka wow You do realize they've got they, all they've done is gotten their hands on the contents of Marcellus Wallace's case. <laughs> He'll be sending jewels to get it back eventually. <laughs> uh, In the process, the Master Chief discovers that he had drawn the artifact as a child, suggesting that he has a past connection to it. Oh, destiny. It's just another yawn <laughs> MacGuffin. That's just, you, you know, the concept of the MacGuffin thing, just this random object that people are after. It's the same as one in Pulp Fiction. And at the end of the day, it, it shouldn't have much bearing on the plot. This will have a bit more bearing on bless, I guess. But whatever. So, um... And recap. And recap. So, what did we think of episode one? What do you reckon? I was very underwhelmed with it. <laughs> I, I okay. I admit I've never played Halo. I don't know too much about Halo. Yeah. I do know the the story about him not ever taking his helmet off. Yeah. So I know that ruffles some feathers. I assume when I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is he? Is he related to Sabretooth at all? Somewhere they sort of share the same surname, don't they? Or um, leave? Is it Leave's little brother? What? Are you, oh, what? Pablo or? Uh, yeah, Pablo. Is Pablo's leave Schreiber's cousin oh, or something like that? Looked at that. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I mean, like he, like I think I like some of the designs, but I had no idea. Like, well, why are the 
rebels not liking the Spartans and the aliens. Like, where is it? Like, like I said, I, I don't know any of the history of the game. Maybe you needed to know that going into this show. Well, um, they which, said they were trying to start with a, they weren't going to necessarily follow the continuity from the game. So that's, okay, okay. I think that's, which is just translates to, we want to do whatever we want with this. We don't have to be a slave <laughs> to the game continuity, which I understand, but it, it's like, well, if you're not going to, if, 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 the only thing you're really taking from the game is some of the concepts and some of the design, then why bother? But uh, I, I, I don't know. As for me with this episode, I was, I liked it probably more the first time I watched it, but every, every single time I've gone back to look at it, I just see less and less. So uh, what, what, um, what did surprise me about the first episode, just in the first five, 10 minutes, just the level of violence with people getting blown apart everywhere, all of Quan's friends meeting pretty nasty deaths, but the funny thing is they haven't gone back to that level of violence since. No. So, and, and that to me says, well, they just, you know, amping it up just to get you in. It's like, oh, it's going to be a gore fest and, you know, <laughs> people getting blown apart everywhere. But then it's like, uh, I don't know. Um, oh, they blew the, blew, blew the budget. <laughs> uh, well, I, it was, okay, my experience of the game. I've played a few levels of the game. I was quite underwhelmed and I got myself into a point of the game where there didn't seem, seem to be any way out. So I just oh. gave up at that point. Uh, I found I found the weapons and the gameplay to be fairly underwhelming. I, I think I don't know. I, I think what it was one of the I think okay. I've, I definitely played much better games than Halo, even at the time when it, when when it came out. There was definitely better. There was definitely better um, first person shooters out there. But um, I, I think it was the um, it had that team. It was one of the earlier games of that team sort of multiplayer sort of element. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I, a bit I, like Fortnite. I'm guessing yeah, prior, yeah, prior like to Fortnite. Fortnite okay, yeah, uh, Counter Strike, that sort of thing. Where I think it was one of the early games where people could just um, set up a network and just blow the shit out of each other. And I, I think that was where I, I think that was part of the popularity of the game. God knows you couldn't have been hanging around for the script. That's Is, for sure. Did it um, originally? Was it originally a, a I guess is it Xbox, which is Microsoft. So is it a Microsoft product? Yeah, it started off, started off on Xbox, started off as a Microsoft thing, started off as an exclusive. Eventually, they did do a port over to the um, PC, and that's the version I played. Oh, but by okay. then, I was well beyond carrying that. It was a year, or, that was a couple of years later. It took them a while to do that. So mm-hmm. it was one of the it was one of the big selling points of the Xbox. So okay. um, yep, yep. you know, just that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, it just, like I said, it, it, as a game, it didn't really hold my attention. Um, there, there's talk of development of a computer game based on Fallout um, in the Fallout world. Um, oh, yeah. The Fallout games, that to me would be infinitely more interesting than this, even though I'm sure they'll probably fuck it up. But uh, <laughs> at least at least with Fallout has followed many different characters over the years, but whatever. Um, the, the, only, the only prerequisite with the Fallout game is that What's his name has to be in it? The the original Hellboy. Oh, Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman has to be in it because he narrated he's narrated all the games. Ah, so, okay. So if you're going to do getting off topic, but anyway, if you're going to do a Fallout series, you have to have Ron Perlman narrating it or doing something involved with it. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so all right, let's move on to the next episode. So let's see what we think of that. Restart. Restarting the recap. <laughs> episode two in a flashback. A young John catches Soren, a fellow Spartan, fleeing, allows him to escape. 
Man, <laughs> that was subtle. Mm. I wonder if we will see Soren again this episode. <laughs> God, it was so obvious. They, they should have had that right at the start of the series or something, just, just, just so it was more of a surprise, like, oh, we're going to meet him again. Anyway, yeah. On the run from the UNSC, John takes Quan and the artifact to Rubble, a secret insurrectionist base carved out of a series of broken asteroids. Well, I've never seen a ship flying through an asteroid field like that before. <laughs> That's all it was. It's been done before. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but there's only part of the show. Well, hang on. I'll, I'll, we'll save that, my comment for the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay. There they reunite with Sauron, who is now an insurrectionist leader. Wow. Didn't expect to see him again. You notice how they rarely show the working class on shows like this. And if they do, they are portrayed, always portrayed as worthless scumbags who watch shows like this, I guess. But whatever. On reach, Halsey faces insensitive scrutiny over John's actions, but promises a solution to his and any future problems of this nature. Nobody cares, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I, think like... I, I think I started flicking on my phone at this stage. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Captain Keyes dispatches Silver Team to find John and bring him back along with the artifact and Quan. Just waiting for Silver Team to get a chance to do something interesting. So far, they helped at this raid at the start of episode one. But other than that, they've spent all their time just glaring at each other in a <laughs> boring fashion. That's all they've done. <laughs> oh. On Sweet Charity, the surviving elite from Madgrill. Mad, mad, whatever, Adria. reveals to the prophets and their ward, Mackie, that John activated the relic. Despite hesitance from the prophet of mercy, Mackie insists that she can recover the artifact herself. All this, all this does is tell us stuff we pretty much already know. <laughs> uh, not much really happening in this episode. I mean, it's episode two, and if they are trying to hold an audience with this boredom, boredom God help them. Um, Mackie is kind of cool. She's an Irish actress. I looked her up and she does something even cooler later than I really didn't expect. Uh, <laughs> but there is no mystery um, around her. Everything in this series is flagged or signposted well before it happens. Yawn. Back on Rubble, Soren introduces John to Reth, a deranged hermit who was once held captive by the Covenant. Reth forces John to reveal his ability to activate the artifact and hints that it leads to an alien superweapon of unparalleled destructive power. Now, as boring as uh, these parts of the show sound, that's how boring it is. It, it, mm. and, and, and it is just, you know, you're supposed to, yeah, you know, it's, it's not fucking intellectual, but you, it's, it's nonsensical and you're, you're still meant to try and get your head around and get behind it. It's like, come on. Um, so, sorry, nukes have existed since the 20th century and you can pretty much make them as powerful as you want. So what's the big deal with this super weapon? Yawn. Shaken by the experience, John leaves Kwan with Soren and surrenders to Silver Team. After all that trouble to escape over the last episode and a half, and he just goes and gives himself up. What the fuck? <laughs> he is consoled by Halsey, who promises a new beginning for him and awakens a clone of herself to create Cortana. After the total lack of logic and action in this episode, I'm nearly beyond caring about this show. Yep. I don't know who it's been made for, but I don't think it's me. And, and yeah, <laughs> cat.
Okay, we have a few discussion points. Firstly, cast. Okay, so we got what's his name? What's it? What do you reckon his brother's name is? Is it, it Leave Shriver? Okay. Sabretooth. Okay. We got Leave Shriver <laughs> as Master Chief Petty Officer John One One Seven Halo, um, a tower, a towering, genetically engineered super soldier known as Spartan. One one seven. Schreiber has never played. Charlotte had never played Halo, Halo until he's cast in the role. Bravo. What do you think, Macca, the new Wolverine? What do you think of him in this? <laughs> uh, no, 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 for him being Wolverine, and I'm like he, he does his job, all right. I mean, like he, I, I assume that's the size of what's yeah, Peter, what's his name, so. Master yeah. Chief, supposed to look like. I mean, yeah, I, you know, good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to him. Good luck. Paycheck in it. <laughs> Paycheck has been paid. Second two season two is on the way. Oh, I don't and, believe that's um, a joke. <laughs> so you know, but season three, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long they're going to planning on stringing us out on this. Okay, now it's my turn. Look at the names I got to go through. So, <laughs> Shabana Asmi as Admiral Margaret 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 uh, Parangoski, director of. Oni, the Office of Naval Intelligence. A lot of people are happy about her casting in this because of diverse, diversity in, ca- in casting. And I agree, that's great. Um, mm. But wow, way, way to give her what seems to be a one-dimensional character <laughs> that's just annoyed all the time. Yep. <laughs> I hope her character improves. It's not the actress's fault, but she's just... No, 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 no. She's just got nothing to work with. The content, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she, she's just freaking boring because all she does is just frown at people and say, say you know, stop doing that. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, she's, she's, she's a really big actress in India, apparently. Okay, cool. I India, uh, India, Pakistan. I think it's India. Um, so she's a really big actress in her native country. But like I say, that's, she's just wasted in this. But that's all we're going to do with this cast pretty much. Okay, so we got Tasha Kolzak as Riz028, a Spartan member of the Silver Team. Another character who has had essentially nothing to do so far apart from stand around and look surly. And I think she only had about two lines in the first two episodes anyway. Um, she the one that sort of had the real sort of look in her face or something? I know there's one of them yeah. sort of, which I was sort of thinking, or oh, was that leading up to her to betray the team? Yeah, yeah, that was her. She, like, she was the one looking surly, like I said. And the other female the temp- member of the team just looks anxious. So, and that, that, that appears to be all they've got to do. So I have to ask a serious question now. Um, don't the writers know how to write for women? It's, it, just, it just seems that way. It's, to me, it especially seems the female characters are getting a raw deal in this show. What do you think? Uh, well, I think your next character, I think they rate okay for her, but then it, yeah, it's just sort of like, oh, mummy and daddy are these characters. And I sort of went, okay. Mummy and daddy issues. Yeah, yeah. it's like, great, boring. Just, just, yeah, cookie cutter. Let's cut out that stereotype and, yeah. So Olive Gray as Miranda Keys, UNSC officer and daughter of Jacob Keys and Catherine Halsey. Good actress once again, but as a cast member of the show, all she seems to do is ask questions and say things that makes all the other characters roll their eyes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Detecting a pattern here. Characterization is something, you know, for for all of the, I'm sure they're going to say, oh, episode two is character building. It's like, how? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yaren Ha as Kwan Ha-Bu, an insurrectionist teenager from the outer colony planet of Madrigal. Madrigal. <laughs> uh, so she's an Aussie actress who. Yeah, Aussie. 
Yay! <laughs> uh, who, surprise, surprise, doesn't seem to have much to do <laughs> other than yes. stand there with her mouth agape at the action or just question what John Halo is doing. <laughs> and, and, and if anybody wants to complain, yeah, I know his name's not freaking John Halo. I just don't care. <laughs> I just spent um, the first episode and a half waiting for somebody to wash the blood splatter off her face. Oh, my God. It was like, good girl, you're covered oh, in funny. blood. Oh, my God. Don't you use the restroom and look in the mirror at any point? And it's the blood of your friends. Yeah, you yes. want to wash that shit off. Um, as for that 90s L7 haircut, lol. Yeah, I didn't I had no idea what that, that was all about. It was just yeah. <laughs> it is an L7 sort of buzz cut, do isn't it? Yeah, if anything, uh, something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Next, <laughs> okay. So if you think the women have it bad, the men have got it pretty bad too. <laughs> uh, next we've got Bentley Carlu as Vanek 134, a Spartan member of Silver Team. Oh, look, another character who was at bugger all to do so far. <laughs> He looks cool, and that's about it. He might have had one or two lines. Yeah. Um, this is a, yeah. This is the other one. Kate Kennedy as Kai, one, two, five, a Spartan member of Silver Team. Another cast member who has hasn't had much to do yet. Like I say, she just stands around and looks anxious and looks worried about um, <laughs> John. So I guess if anybody's a potential love interest, maybe it's her. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go down that path. Then we have Charlie Murphy as. Mackie, Makey, um, a human mev- member of the Covenant who was raised and educated by the hierarchs as a blessed one. Why? It's never explained. Mm. <laughs> well, at least she has a few things to say. Personally, I think they should have um, left, I'll say this more about this later, I think they should have left her character to be re- revealed later on to the add to the mystery of the series, you know, to have a sudden shock there's a human working with them. You know what I mean? It just mm. it just would have been like, what the fuck? Why is a human there? But you know, straight away, episode one, within the first half hour, they just blow that one. It's like, well, whatever. So yeah. <laughs> we got Danny Sapani as Captain Jacob Keys, a seasoned UNSC commander, another characters whose motivations are yet to be properly explored. Shock horror. Jen Taylor as as Cortana, an artificial intelligence construct muddled, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, Taylor <laughs> reprises her role from the Halo video game series. Something from the game. Oh, okay. Yawn. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just a voice in his head all the time. Bokeem Woodbine as Soren 066, a Spartan deserter who became an insurrectionist leader on the rubble. I don't know. I recognize Bokeem from something, but I can't. Yeah, remember. I just I had a quick look. He's the shocker from um, the Spider recent more recent Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but I, I know him from something else, I'm sure. But no, and I went through. His- he looks a bit like a comedian as well, but I I, I, I mean, I, I agree. I had to sort of look who he was. Yeah. I know he's in him. Ghostbusters, he's in Fargo. Um, but yeah, the only thing I can sort of remember him, possibly remember him is um, in Spider-Man Homecoming, he was the shocker. Okay. Who's the shocker? Uh, oh, wait, I haven't seen Spider-Man. <laughs> oh okay. is that the second one yeah <laughs> i haven't seen it i wonder i can't recognize him <laughs> well, okay well that doesn't work then. <laughs> i guess i should have seen two before i saw three but whatever <laughs> uh i don't think i needed to see two that's the scary part but yeah but yeah i, I get that sometimes with actors because you know chances are he's done something in something i just can't recognize it just looking at his resume but there must be something in it anyway natasha I don't even know how to say her name properly. It's terrible. Mac L. Hone? Mac L. Hone? She's been around for years. She's probably one of the more 
known sort of cast members, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, she's actually Irish. I thought she, I thought she always thought she was Eastern European or something. She's got that sort of look to it, but she's Irish. As Dr. Catherine Elizabeth Holsey, a scientist for the UNSC and creator of the Spartan Project. Um, she also plays a physical form of Cortana and a flash client of Halsey, who cares? Last but not least, Natasha is one of the bigger names on the cast of this show. Don't know what to think about her yet in this, though. And, and she was also spent a lot of time in the second episode talking to, um, I don't even know how to say his name, um, Kia Duella from 2001 A Space Odyssey, who played Dave. So um, that was weird. I don't know if you noticed him in it. I, the guy was sort of lisped had that funny speech impediment but yep. like yeah i didn't know it was him until you said something yeah. Yeah. to me so yeah but I, like i said uh, talk 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 snore 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 for me <laughs> <laughs> and 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 yeah for, for something like you know the guy who plays Dave, it's just total stunt casting it's just because he was mm. in 2001 he's in this but he's got nothing interesting to do like most of the rest of the cast <laughs> it kind of doesn't make make much sense all right so now i've got the things i like and things i don't like so things I like um, is the contrast between human and alien technology and the setting is okay. Um, the alien base seemed a bit busy though. And that's it. <laughs> that's all I like. What about you? Anything you liked? Yeah, I like, the, some of the designs. I like the, the, some of the designs, the, the, definitely the spaceship. I mean, whatever, whatever their spaceships, the things called. I mean, it, to me, it looks a bit like the, uh, the, the troop carrier from Alien. Well, aliens, I should say. Yeah, yeah, very similar design to that. So, yeah. Or even the was it the Avengers? Um, yeah, Avengers jet sort of thing. But I, I've always liked that sort of design. But yeah, that's yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go on to things we don't like. Okay, first point I'm going to make is that it's got really, really, really poor dramatic structure. Um, we need more than one episode to see how things function normally in this world you know they should have showed us just, just like a, the team going in and doing a normal raid and coming out of it normally and all that sort of stuff just to see how they function normally does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah true. You know, give it an episode or two before things go wrong and go bad and go strange because it, it just like i said just feel like we're being thrown into the middle of something which you know unless they're gonna do maybe a prequel episode or episode set in the past i don't know you know it just would have been good to know how people are expected to behave and what they do then it would have had much more dramatic impact when things go wrong. This can be tough to do in movies <clears throat> that have a limited runtime, but it's absolutely possible to do in a TV show. Even with L7, it would have been more interesting to see her normal life before it all went to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just sort yeah. of running off with some friends to do some drugs and then they got attacked and that was it. And so we have no idea what sort of lives they were living. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I agree on that too. Yeah. I like, it's just sort of like, I, it, what? Why? Why were these guys rebelling against the Spartans? I mean, like, I, I not given any what, real reason. No. Yeah. What? I mean, like I said, don't know if it's if it's game related at all. I like I said, I don't. They, they yeah. I have I have no history on on knowing the knowledge of, of Halo, but yeah, it, it, it sort of explains some things. Like we're we're not no. Yeah. Yeah, we need a bit of help because, uh, like yeah. I say, if they're going to throw us in, throw throw in some sort of structure around it that we can latch onto a bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They, they just didn't seem to have any interest in doing that. Um, we have the characters thrown at us with no real context or background, and we're just it's same sort of thing as as the plot. We're just expected to get on board with them. Yeah, I, don't, and... I, don't, I seriously don't think I care for any of them. No, uh, no. Other, maybe maybe Quan a little bit. Yeah, but. but 
like the others, it. I mean, like I said, I don't know the history of Halo and that stuff. Like to me, I feel like they're like, are they kind of like Robocop and being being programmed to follow protocols or something like that? And and then and what Master Chief has sort of broken those implants or something in his head to sort of have thoughts and feelings because like the other Spartans just seem to be like, you know, robots or something, yeah. boring robots sort of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we have to do this. Okay, let's go get Master Chief. Yeah, yeah. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Don't start that. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and we are just expected to just sort of like somehow know what's going on without much in the way of real clues as to how they got there, what they're for, what they do and all that sort of stuff. I, I don't know. To me, it's just very poorly planned. As I said before, they show the machinations of the enemy way too early. Best to keep them hidden and mysterious for a while before revealing them and what they're up to and all that sort of stuff. And I, I just thought for all of this, you know, I just don't find them to be particularly in physically intimidating. Sure, they're big, but that's about it. And, and it's like, why are they doing what they're doing? No reason. And, um, yeah, we're just meant to follow along obediently and not question anything. And it's like, no, I don't like watching shows like that because that just doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, I don't want to say like I was confused, but I wasn't at first. I was thinking like, were the rebels teamed up with the aliens to fight the Spartans or something? But then it seems to be just three factions were up against each other. And then the aliens killed the rebels. And then the Spartans, well, you know, was it four Spartans came to sort of yeah. save the day or save a person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no, then it's just like, ah. You know, I, I, I don't know. They, I don't think they ever really explained why they were on that mission to go in and save them since, yeah, since the since the insurrectionists didn't want to know about them. So, yeah, I, I don't know what that was all about. Anything else you didn't like, Maka? Like I said, it's sort of, like I said, we, we've sort of, it feels like they've ripped off nowhere from, from the MCU universe. Yeah. When they were in whatever, I mean, I've forgotten even what the planet thing, what, what, what nowhere, whatever the original, the proper name for what, we, what we've called nowhere. Yeah, the rubble. But uh, um, like to me, that felt like we're watching. You know, was it is it the Running Man or or what's is it? No, what's the one where Arnie goes to Mars? What's what's that uh, Total one? Total Recall. Total Recall. It just felt like we're watching Total Recall with the with the way the design all that sort of all the you know just, uh, just yeah. Like I said, the show's very underwhelming, and it just I, I don't even know if I want to be bothered watching the third one. That episode. I'll, I'll probably stick out the first series, oh. um, just because. Yeah, you know, there are other things to watch, but I, I don't mind watching something if it is shit for now. I might do a <laughs> review at the end if you're not going to take part. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just doesn't seem to have any sort of. It's, it's not giving me much in the way of good reasons to go. Oh, this show is great. I want to watch the whole thing. It's mm. not really dragging me along like that at all. So you know, and and I wouldn't say it's absolutely pointless, but there just doesn't seem to be much point. And what do you think about the special effects? I think they've, they've done well. I like the, like the the um, asteroid field sort of design with the ship and all that. That was fantastic. But like other than that, I don't. I, I'm sort of thinking like, is this show been COVID affected at all? Like, is, well, can I'm we sure give that, that an excuse or something? But it was supposed yeah. to come out earlier, and like pretty much any show in production now, I'm sure they can just blame COVID mm-hmm. regardless of, of what impact it actually did have. So I'm, I'm sure that sort of thing. You know, it can be an ongoing thing for them, all that sort of shit. So I don't know. Um, I, I thought the effects were okay. I, I thought I thought the rendering on the actual on the actual uh, Spartans themselves just looked like they're directly out of the computer game, more yeah. than anything else like that. And and I think I think they would have done better 
just having them like Mandalorian in just sort of suits that normal human beings can wear all the time. It only becomes real when he takes his mask off sort of thing, takes yeah. his helmet off. So I don't know. Yeah, and, and there's just there's just no sense of humour or fun at all with this. No. You know no. what I mean? I'm, I'm not sitting there going, oh, I'm enjoying this, or, or at least the action's good or that sort of thing. For me, most of the time, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, uh, I don't know. It feels, it feels like I'm watching um, some, some sci-fi like the, from the, the, the sci-fi network, uh, was, it, was it Dark Matters? And there were some other ones that I watched, but I think actually were quite more enjoyable than this. Yeah. It had seemed to have the sort of same budget. Maybe the acting was a little bit better on, on those shows, but yeah, just, just I don't know. This, I think this is paramount, as you said, trying to cash in on, on Mandalorian and, and failing big time. Yeah, well, I, I, get, I get the feeling, I know I've seen this on other shows and movies, I feel like the actors are sleepwalking a bit through this. Mm. I, I'm betting they probably don't even know where it's going, and that's probably a part of the prob- part of the problem. Because you know, I bet you know, I, I don't know. It, it just looks like they they don't know who their characters are themselves, and as a result, they don't know. We don't know, and nobody seems to fucking know. So I don't I don't know. Um, all right. Um, so ultimately, this show, to me, we've seen it all before. Mysterious objects. Militaristic societies, starship troopers, that sort of thing. Super soldiers, starship <laughs> troopers. Super soldiers going against orders, starship troopers. Mandalorian, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And it's all been done better com- compared to this. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what, what you know? What would be a selling point? Oh, it's based on the game. And I'm like, well, if I don't play the game, what do I care? Yeah, I exactly. I'll just, I'll just yeah. go back to the source. So, my theory is that the success of the Mandalorian was probably a factor in this finally getting made. Um, especially since the show really does seem to be following the template of the Disney Plus streaming series. This has been in development for a considerable amount of time, a better part of 10 years. They've been trying to get this up and running. So Spielberg's been involved for quite some time. And it's going to be with some other network before it ended up on Paramount. So it's been jumping around a lot, a lot of development. So, yeah, they've had a lot of time to put into it and sort it out, but it still ends up, I just look like a rush job to me. Let's get it out now. You know, just whatever mm. so um and as i said before after a reasonable amount of action in episode one this got tamer and tamer as the episode progressed the initial action literally had people getting blown apart they seemed to give up on that level of brutality halfway through the first battle <laughs> <laughs> were they just being bloodthirsty at the start to get people watching i've already said that but i just point that out again i think so i think i think it was just that you know putting in something to jolt people into paying attention and then it's like, no, we don't really mean to do that all the way. <laughs> um, general discussion points. Oh, uh, we have confidence in it. Season two has been greenlit to be made. And my translation to that is this is exactly the, the same as what they did with the Nevers. And I bet season two is probably already in production, just be a continuation of season one. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it's been greenlit just like some of the Netflix shows that were greenlit and then cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. They, they... I, don't, I don't think this is rating well from, from, from little reports and things that I've seen. Yeah. I think, I think fans of, like Halo fans, are not happy with this. I don't know. How, like, because, like, how many streaming? I mean, what, how many tra- streaming channels have we got? We've got, what, four or five here in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely more in the states and i don't know where this like is it rating is it doing like doing the numbers that they want 
for it to sort of progress to a second series budget wise? Like does Paramount want to throw their money at this? I mean, I see a lot of Paramount plus advertising on channel 10, which we all know is owned by what CBS, which yeah. owns Paramount plus they seem to be flogging this other thing. That's supposed to be asked that the American version of downtown Abbey, I don't see anything about Halo, so I don't know if it, you know, if, if it's capturing yeah. the, the imaginations of ends yeah. out there. Well, well, time will tell, but like, like I say, it's going to take a lot to convince me that this show is going to have any real longevity to it. Even if it does get its second season, it might be, might, it's probably going to be DOA anyway, because this is virtually being DOA as it is. Mm. So, so since this is a first look, is this show worth watching? If you're a fan of Halo, I'll go yes. Um, check it out at least, yeah. Check yeah. it out because I'm sure you'll understand it probably more than AJ and I have. There might be, like, like I'm, I'm assuming this mysterious object is probably the, the, the thing that you've got to get in the game and take back to, I know, HQ and plug it into somewhere and the ultimate weapon to take on the Covenant. I don't know. Like well, I said, what, I, I, what it is, what, what it is, okay. From what I from what I understand, the halo itself is actually a large um, sort of um, ring world sort of thing that is a weapon. Okay. So you know how they're on that ring world in that Mandalorian and that sorry book of Boba Fett episode. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Just that sort yeah. of in space, that, you know, people living on one side and all that sort of stuff. So I, I think may, you know, maybe that, and so from what I understand, it's a ring world that people can live on, but I think it's supposed to be a super weapon as well. So I don't know, like a Death Star or something like that, but can fire big beams, I would assume. So I would, I would, I would have to say, since it's called Halo, you know, and since they you know, have called it Halo after the game, I, I don't know, I, I haven't followed it too closely in the game. The game. I did read up some stuff of the game. There's a real, it's got really sort of like, um, detailed internal politics in the game and all that sort of stuff. So it will be, we'll be interesting to see how closely this follows it. But so, but I just I can't recommend anybody watch it because I just don't know if it's going to pay off if it's worth watching. Yeah, you know if it's going to pay off the viewers. No, I agree. Yeah, I just sorry, seriously wondering if I'm going to bother with episode three. I think I. I probably have to just to sort of kind of see where it's gone after he turned himself in. But other than that, I don't think I really give a shit. It's the mentality of a lot of shows in this modern era, especially the streaming services, especially when they're they're releasing them on a staggered basis like this, where it's like they just want to, they just take, you know, I was whinging about taking their time to develop the show, but it's the sort of thing I I really want, I really expect things to grab me more in episode one of any show i expect yeah. oh for sure yeah you know it's, it's okay once again end of episode one of the mandalorian where he meets grogu and it's like fuck i want to watch the next episode you know oh, yeah I mean? there's, there's no draw like there's no like same yeah. bat times same bat channel meaning like you know i gotta see it you know that that you know 7 30 next friday yeah same same as loki uh like, same yeah same as like yeah where, where you're just really like wow that was so cool what where i wonder where they're going to go next and i can't wait yeah. to find out this is like I don't care. <laughs> it's just, no. it, it, it's not doing anything to draw me in. It's not doing anything to say that if you watch, you're going to learn all these interesting and cool things and, and see stuff and all that sort of thing. And, and even at, at the end of the episode, they had the Irish chick. What's her name? I shouldn't say Irish chick. That's sexist. 
um, the Irish girl, uh, Mad- the alien chick, whatever, Maggie, Maggie, whatever it is. They had her stripping off, which I did not expect to see on this show because you know violence. I didn't. I didn't even see that. That's how invested I was in the show. I was like I said, I was scrolling yeah. on my phone, and so. Yeah. And so what they had was her stripping off, and she had a box there with human clothes to put on. So, and she was going to go amongst the humans and try and get the object and all that sort of stuff. But it, to me, it was sort of like, why tell us she's going to do that? Why not just have her turn up dressed, you know, in human garb and have that be a shock? You know what I mean? Because mm. if she turns up in episode three, you know, trying to, trying to pretend she's, you know, on, on the human side, it's, it's going to be no shock at all. And, and that's just one area where it's like, well, you, you know, they could have done it a lot better. I don't know. I, I think they probably spent a lot of time on the effects and the designs and all that sort of stuff. But as with a lot of these shows, actual um, scripts and screenplays are just like left thrown to the walls and, and just say people will just watch it anyway. So I don't know. Two and a half for me out of five. Yeah, one and a half for me. <laughs> I know. I'm being generous. <laughs> I'm being generous. And, and, and I, I was reserve the right to withdraw that two and a half if they just really make a dog's breakfast of it, which, which I'm not going to be surprised to see. So, but I'm just going to, I will wait and see what happens, but yeah, I just don't know where this is going. So I, I was expecting, you know, a little, something a little bit better, something a little bit more to draw me in and then I'll do yeah. it. So yeah. Any final thoughts? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody can tell, Macca is really enthused by this show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to listeners. <laughs> oh i don't know all right we'll wrap it up there i think we've probably given it more time than it's worth yeah definitely (laughs) give it more time than it's worth (laughs) check it out if you've got we've gone longer than an episode of it haven't we bored check uh you know i'd rather watch moon knight moon knight's been doing more for me than this show yeah yeah. so uh (laughs) check it out i think we've spent more time on what on the actual parts that i liked in the show It goes off. Uh, okay. So thanks for listening, everybody. And um, I don't know. We'll talk about something more interesting next time. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Catch you later. Bye. What's up with what's going sorry (laughs) no it's fine look look like i say they they you know i I think they're just assuming that everybody who plays the game is just going to watch the show and i think that's fucking Mm. it's a fucking idiotic attitude to have because (laughs) it's like haven't you been paying attention to star wars and all these other things over the years where 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 normally pretty dedicated fan bases can turn on their own um show game whatever pretty fucking quickly these days so um yeah I, I think their assumptions are fucking wrong i think it's just blown up in everybody's face so oh fuck i don't know um yeah I, i'm hanging out for moon Knight more I'll, I'll watch um the next episode of halo later today but yeah i'm not gonna bother to fucking <laughs> unless unless all of a sudden it turns around oh, awesome. like i said I, I i think i sort of want to see what happens to him after he got captured but like i just i just I don't know. There's something about it that just I don't doesn't make me. I feel like 
I'm watching the Bad Batch, but like it's, it's yeah, but it's yeah. worse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I know, I know, that's what I mean. But it's just sort of there's something about the Bad Batch that kind of is a bit more enjoyable than this. Yeah, it's called Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's, the it's the universe it's set in. Well, that's what that's that's what I mean. Maybe it's it's yeah, it's just. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You, you are right, and, and like, but and like I say, there there is nothing draw, really drawing me along to the next. Uh, I, I watch out of a vague interest, but I'm not. You know, I, okay. When when I download Loki, I would watch it within five minutes of having downloaded. Oh yeah, same. I downloaded, downloaded this earlier on today, and I'll force myself to watch it later. But I've got don't have that level of enthusiasm. It's like, oh, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. It's yeah. like, oh, what? well, I've I've had it since like either. When's it out? It comes out on was it Friday? Yeah. Like I've had it since Saturday. Like I've had it since Saturday. Yeah. And I just I've watched, I'd rather watch other things. Yeah. I hear ya. <laughs> I hear ya. It's incredible. I don't think you've and, and it's like, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, Star Wars fans. Ah, uh, if there's no action, it means it's character development. <laughs> it's like, what? You can't have character development and action at the same time. I'm sorry. I'm just, fuck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, it's really weird because I'm just not on any forums when I get, where I get any feedback for this show. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Oh, I guess it's probably your Halo ones, but like... I, like... It, probably, it probably would be dedicated Halo ones, but who can be fucking bothered with them? Uh, mm-hmm. I did see... Uh, I was on Starlog or Weyland-Yutani. Somebody did say, oh, what do you think? And it's like, oh, I don't like it. And then somebody else, oh, I do like it. And, and it was just fucking... <laughs> it was like, Christ, fuck off. So, um, you know, <laughs> I think it's really good. So And... Uh, that's all anything does these days. Everything just polarizes everybody. So yeah, uh, before we start,